0: The entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100k milestone. Wherever you are in your business, you're just 100k away. Today, my featured guest is Disha. What up? And she has worked in marketing for over nine years. Now, Disha is accredited by Facebook as a lead trainer. She's helped businesses scale to six and seven figures since launching Social Treats in 2016. Disha has perfected an organic marketing system that she now teaches through her coaching programs. She's going to share on this show, this episode, Startup Nation, some of her hacks, her tricks, the things her clients pay to find out, to learn, to practice, she's going to give to you. She's not going to charge you for these things. You're welcome. And Disha shared with me that you know, she teaches businesses how to leverage Facebook, right? Because she's a Facebook lead trainer, how to leverage Facebook, but not pay for Facebook ads. So if you want to learn how to do that, go grab your pen and paper. Listen up. She's about to break it down for you. I'm going to pull out the best. You know, I, I ask good questions. All right. So I'm going to get her best just for you so you could grow your business really quickly. You can find her at socialtreats.co.uk, Socialtreats.co. Dot UK, Disha, what up? Welcome to your first 100K top uh, top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Yeah, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Um, I actually started my business in 2016 whilst backpacking across Asia. Um, house. Uh, filling in other people's houses and looking after their animals so living for free and I was like okay I need to figure out how to stay doing this <laughs> and, and not have to go back to an actual job um, that was actually the end of a five-year traveling trip where I was like okay this is coming to an end I have to go home and be an adult now but I, I don't really want to do that so how, how do I not do that Um, and social trees was born, (laughs) um, and it has gone from there. And I have managed to pre COVID stay traveling. Um, 2019, I traveled to eight different countries and doubled my revenue from my, from my job the year before. Um, so I sat on a beach, drank wine and made money, which was great.
0: Wow. So it sounds like (laughs) a lifestyle you highly recommend.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to sit on a beach
0: (laughs) and drink wine? Come on people. Okay. Uh, Disha, go ahead. Share something personal about you. There are very few people in your business life actually know.
1: Ooh, um, so my I have a dog called Rolo, and him and I, um, he's very cute. He, him and I travel uh, a lot together. So around the UK, and I've even taken him. So on when I quit my full time job and went full time in my business in 2018, um, I uh, <laughs> I thought you know it's safe. I'll get a job if everything if everything backs off and all my clients leave me then I can get a job but I don't like safety I'm not very comfortable being comfortable so instead I booked a one-way ferry to Spain with my dog and we went and sat on a beach and figured out how to make my business a success after I just quit my job and had to pay a mortgage Um, so (laughs) I I went all in I went and sat on beach and doubled my income uh, by the time I came back from Spain so I was like yes
0: Okay. So I'm picturing you right now, Startup Nation. Picture with me. Imagine with me. Here's Disha and her dog, Rolo, sitting on the beach. She has a glass of wine. She hands him a glass of wine. They're both drinking together, contemplating life. How did I get here? I got a mortgage, right? I just quit my job. What's next for me? Disha? what was going through your mind specifically on that beach? What was the conversation you were having with your dog, Rolo, about what's next for you? And how did you actually do it and start creating something and monetizing it? Like, walk yeah. us through that story really quickly, please.
1: So when I quit my job and I, I handed my notice and I pressed the enter button, um, I my business was already making more than my corporate income. So full t- time. Smart, smart. Yeah. Uh, but I, I saw somebody asked me recently, how much did you have saved before you quit your job? And I was like, Noth- nothing, nothing absolutely nothing. I don't do, as I say, I don't do comfortable very, very well. I do uncomfortable really well. Um, So I didn't have anything saved. I just knew that my business was making more money than my corporate income. So I knew that I could make it work. So I was like, right, okay, we're going to go to this beach and we're going to figure out how I'm going to double this. But I obviously still need the money. So I didn't have uh, budgets for ads and for other things. I was like, I need to make this work without paying other people or paying other services to bring me these clients. Um, so I went out and I hustled and I figured out how to attract clients without paying for any ads, without paying for anything. And because back then I was doing social media management and everybody was paying reoccurring contracts. So I just kept stacking contracts on top of contracts, on top of contracts and bringing contractors to come and help me do it. Um, and then by the time I left Spain three months later, I, I left Spain because I had to get an MOT on my car. And I forgot about that when I left England. Um, <laughs> I had to go back to the country and and do that because I had my car in Spain. Um, So I was like, okay, it's time to go back and figure that out. Um, So by the time I left, I had doubled that income again. So when I was starting 2019, I had already doubled my income from uh, October 2018 to uh, 2019 without paying for any ads and just building on the contractors to bring it out. But it was terrifying.
0: (laughs) Terrifying, but you thrive in terrifying, don't you?
1: Yes. See, like there's
0: two types of entrepreneurs out there. I mean, there's many types, but for my example, there's only two types. Okay. The first type they thrive on comfort and security, um, and they're more incentive driven. And, uh, then the other type, they are, they thrive under pressure, um, under terror, under I'm going to die if I don't take this action or things are going to hit rock bottom under disaster. Um, and they do very well under that. So it sounds like that's you. That's how I was most of my career. Um, Startup Nation, uh, which are you, right? It's very important to get clear with that, okay? If you're not the terror seeker <laughs> like Deisha, <laughs> uh, don't put yourself in terrifying situations. Like, duh, don't do it, right? Because you'll literally break like your inner workings. You'll, you'll get depressed. You'll get anxiety. You'll get stress. And that won't help right? And you'll lose maybe lose it all. So we don't want that for you. We want good things for you in your life, people. Come on. But maybe you're really comfortable and it's not working. Maybe you have the security, but you feel dead inside. Like you're not pushing for your best. You're not living your best. Maybe you believe there's more for you. Are you willing to take even a little bit of risk? put yourself out there a little bit, burn the ships just a little bit. You don't have to go to Spain and sit there with your dog Rolo and both sip a glass of wine and contemplate your future. That, that's an all-in move Disha did. But what's your move? Just do 1% more than you did yesterday, right? 1% more than you did yesterday. If you keep doing that, eventually you're going to hit your goal. Disha, all right, let's go back here, girl. Full circle. What did you come up with? What were the strategies? What were the the, the hacks? How did you um, double your business twice. It sounds like, uh, with these recurring contracts without paying for ads. How'd you okay. do it?
1: So the first thing is to get really visible and, uh, and get over yourself and get out there. And
0: start. it almost sounds like you're promoting, like go get naked people get really <laughs> visible, get out there. Right. Like, how do you do that? How do you get naked, uh, on social media without taking your clothes off? Like some <laughs> yeah, don't do that. people do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, don't do that. Um, so the first thing is to optimize your uh, your personal Facebook profile. So if you're looking at your your Facebook profiles and you're, everybody's like, oh, Facebook's restricting my reach, my business page isn't working for me and this isn't working for me. Well, what is working for you is your personal Facebook page. Now it is against Facebook terms and conditions to create two Facebook pages. So I'm not about that. Don't go creating a second one. Use your own personal Facebook page and set it up for a business owner. You're still being human on there because again, it's a it's against Facebook terms and conditions to use your personal page just for business. So we don't want to piss off the Facebook gods. We, we
0: don't we, do it because they're acting like they are god and it's ridiculous, all right?
1: Exactly. So we don't want to do that. We want to play within the rules and we want to be a human, but also leveraging it. So there are a few ways of doing that and using some of the some of the things that Facebook gives you, like the header image and the links. And all of these different things that people can access on your profile without even being a friend. All right, Tisha,
0: right now, live on the show, I'm opening up my Facebook, okay? And I'm looking at my profile, my personal page. I have a few followers, uh, 3,843 friends. Um, What do I do?
1: So your header image, what is your header image right now? Uh,
0: It's the upcoming uh, conference talk I'm giving um, this weekend.
1: Fantastic. If you click on that, does it go anywhere?
0: Uh, it just goes to the actual page, but I don't have a link. Oops. That's bad, right?
1: Yeah. So you add a link in there so that people, when your people clicking on it, they know where they can go. Okay. Got it. Then, so my this-
0: header, header image should have a purpose and it should take people somewhere. Yes.
1: Yes. Absolutely. What else? It's same as your bio. So when you just under your name, there's a space for you to put stuff in again, you can have links in there. So send people to something in your bio as well. These are all things that people can see without being your friend. Also,
0: So what I have, my bio says, Joseph Warren, top 100 podcast host. I help men blow up rocks. And then it points to blowuprocks.com.
1: Nice. Yes. Does that work? Should I I would, have, I would have a call to action. Why are they going to that, that website? And what does that do?
0: It doesn't give me any space. I can't fit any more characters. What do I do?
1: So instead of having, I help men blow up rocks, go here and blow up rocks.
0: Will they know what that means?
1: Well, if they can blow up rocks there, you have to give them something (laughs) that they can do on that site.
0: Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it.
1: Book in a call with me. Here's the link directly to that. Maybe I
0: can write like blow up addiction, anger, anxiety, and then blowuprocks.com.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Got it. All right. What else?
1: So then you have to look at your profile as if you are not a friend. So on a desktop, there is a button that you can press to view your profile as if you are a a person that isn't. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because if you haven't done this, you've probably from way back when shared, you know, those, those quiz posts or, you know, dodgy pictures.
0: Dodgy pictures, people get rid of your dodgy (laughs) pictures. You're not dating that person anymore. Why are they showing up in your pictures?
1: Yeah all of that stuff right and that's the type of stuff that people can see without being your friend and it has happened so many times when people have connected with me and i've not accepted their friend request and i'm going through the posts that they have selected as public and you're like oh god that's awful like wait.
0: why are they showing me this
1: yeah but it's i a thought post i wanted
0: to be their friend now i'm questioning it
1: yeah but it's a post from like 5 years ago that they because they haven't made anything else public that's the only thing that i see straight away
0: Wow. So it could be so irrelevant and archaic, but they don't even know it's popping up in the public view because they're logged into their own account. Yeah. Oh, that's important. That's important. All right. Start nation. Go look. I'm looking at mine right now just to see who's (laughs) on there. Who was that person that's still showing? Okay. Keep going.
1: So uh, the, the thing is to curate that content that shows up there. So when you are sharing stuff on your personal page, you can select who sees it on each individual post. So some posts you can share as public and other posts you can share as friends. So when I'm sharing about my business, for example, I make that post public so that when people who aren't my friends, that then becomes the top thing that they see on their feed without them being my friend. So that even my curated feed for non-friends is still up to date and has content that people can find out more about me, find out more about my business and that sort of stuff as well.
0: Okay. Got it. So really Matt, make sure that your profile, um, the way it's seen to the public matches the way you're seeing it when you're logged into your own account. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So we need to be synced here, startup nation. All right. Don't have a bipolar Facebook personal page where it has two different personalities going on. Okay. What else?
1: Exactly. And then I know that some people get funny with adding friends to Facebook. So there is a way for you to segment your friends list. So Facebook give you the tools to put people into lists and then only deliver content to those people. So for example, if you've got kids, I don't have kids. I've just got my dog. Um, But if you have kids, for example, some people don't want pictures of their kids being shown to every Tom, Dick and Sally on the internet. So you can create a specific list of friends and family that you want to share pictures of your inner most secret things to.
0: Where do I go to do that to create these lists you're talking about?
1: So when you're on the desktop and you're on the home screen, there's that list that comes up on the left-hand side of different shortcuts that you've got on there is a friends list. Click on there and you can create new friends lists and you can add people into existing friends lists.
0: Beautiful. All right. So I don't have to get rid of all my friends. I, I could just populate them into a different list where I want put them in different buckets. Yes. Got it. Okay. What else? How do I, optimize my personal Facebook page so that it drives new business to my to me and new revenue. Keep yeah, going.
1: so then once you've added your friends into one list, you also wanna add your ideal clients into another list. And once you've done that and you've got sort of a good amount of people in this list, that's when you can start to be human and connect with these people on a personal level. And that's what social media is, I, is, I think is massively missing and people miss the point a lot at the moment is just being a human and connecting on a personal level. So if you've got all of those ideal clients in a friends list, you go to that space on on your desktop, you click on the friends list. So I have like a list that says ideal clients. I go there, I can see every post that all of those people have shared recently. So then that's my curated newsfeed that I'm only gonna go to that spot and engage with my ideal client's content. I don't need to see what my sister's dog is doing (laughs)
0: Yeah, because the dog's probably sitting on a beach in Portugal drinking a glass of wine.
1: (laughs) Exactly, right? I don't need to see that once when I am working. I just need to see what my idle client's dogs are doing. That's fine. Very smart. So I'm being targeted with that time I'm on Facebook rather than, and it's funny because when I first started doing this, my friends and family thought, you know, I'm on Facebook all of the time. So they were like, oh, did you see that video I posted? No, don't. I don't see anything you share on Facebook because I, and I also I snooze people. So there's a snooze function. So again, if you are in a, in a sales drive mode, if you're needing sales in your business, go through and snooze all of those people that are insistent that are your friends and family that share posts about you know what they've eaten for lunch because there's still those people on Facebook, right? So you can snooze them for 30 days. They don't get notified. And that means your content is then more curated around your ideal clients and engaging on the content that they're producing.
0: This is really smart. So Startup Nation, if you look at some of your friends on Facebook and their content puts you to sleep, then hit the snooze button and put them to sleep.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Filter out (laughs) all that noise so that you're only looking at your ideal client's content and then responding and communicating to their content. Is that correct?
1: Yes, absolutely. The reason that we're communicating and and engaging on their content is because then they are going to see our content more. So when Mm -hmm. we share that sales post they're going to see that sales post because we've been engaging with them. We've been DMing them, happy birthday messages. We've been, you know, watching what their dogs are doing when they're sipping wine. We're doing all of that stuff. We're just being a human and being a nice person. But when we share our sales post, it's going to come up in their newsfeed because Facebook thinks we're besties. So Facebook is like, "Ah, she needs to see this post because they're absolutely going to want to see what this girl is posting because they're best friends.
0: So Disha, what you're sharing right now is a workaround right? That I've never heard before. And it's leveraging the algorithm in Facebook that really ticks all of us off. That is keeping us disconnected from our ideal clients, right? And whenever we're sharing our content, the people who are not our ideal clients are the ones responding to it, right? Because we're in interaction or engaged with them in communication the most often. So Facebook saying, well, these are your besties. So we're going to match you together because you're doing life together, so to speak online, but we're not going to speak to these ideal clients. Over here because you haven't spoken to them. But now you're saying, Hey, snooze out all the friends and family's content and start engaging over here with the ideal clients. Facebook's going to use that same algorithm that was messing up your business. And now they're going to use it to actually uh, really like advance and promote your business to your ideal audience because you're participating in their lives. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: This is really brilliant. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not giving you credit. I know you you didn't make this up. All right, keep going. What else you got? Startup Nation, are you writing this down? Because if you're not hit replay, like rewind the show. This is very valuable because I've never heard this before. So I'm guessing chances are you probably never heard this before, which means you're not doing this because I'm not doing this. And now I'm going to start doing this. Are you going to start doing this? Do you want to be in sales drive mode? You want sales to your business? This is a great way and it's free. It's free, Disha. Keep going. What else you got for us?
1: So the other thing is, on that note, just tell your friends to WhatsApp you or whatever other communication you've got because your DMs are going to start going crazy when you start doing this with ideal clients, which means you will never get to those friends and family messages. And also in the evenings and weekends when you don't want to work, you won't be looking at your messages. So that's another thing. If you do want to have a life with your friends, family, get them to communicate with you outside of Facebook because otherwise you just won't look at Facebook when you're not in work mode.
0: So All right. So Disha, I like what you said there, right? Which is great, but I want to add a step. Okay. So you're saying um, communicate with your friends and family on another medium other than Facebook and really leverage Facebook for your ideal client communications. And you said, once you start doing this, you're going to get a lot of DMS from your ideal clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are these DMS about like, Hey, thanks for liking my dog photo, or thanks for the happy birthday wishes. How do you convert those personal DMs into sales?
1: So that's around the content that you share and the the content that you communicate on Facebook. So I have a strategy to share content that triggers and really agitates people to drive to take action so that's around using your facebook profile that's around using facebook groups that's around all these different aspects that i talk about and you'll all have your own little content pillars that you guys want to talk about in your industries and using that content on your personal profile as well as the other stuff so i still post pictures of my cute ass dog and the the macrame projects and candle making projects that lockdown has had me doing over the past year because i'm bored out of my mind right i still share all of that stuff but I'm also sharing what's going on in my business and I'm have a call to action at the bottom if this is something that you're interested in send me a message and then people because they don't want to publicly say because obviously their friends and family are going to see it as well so they're going to come over and say and then occasionally I will literally just have a, a post that says this is your invitation to work with me and I will detail exactly what that looks like and then I'll say if you want more information send me a message and one post has generated me 10K easily in minutes because I've had people message me straight away and be like, I'm in. And they don't even know the price yet. Um, but because I've done all of that stuff in the background where they've got to know me, they know yes. who I am as an individual, yes. that as soon as they're like, oh, I can work with her and that's exactly what I need, they're straight into my messages. I, I want that, just send me over the contract. Okay,
0: cool. Okay, Deesha. So to clarify, you have a templated DM message that you send back to them after they... They, they DM you and say, hey, I'm interested in, in working with you based on that content you just posted. I want that, whatever. And you just reply with, in order to work with me, here's the next step.
1: Ah, no, because I'm still a human. I still want to be a human in that communication process. So okay. I don't use template and systemized processes in my DMs because I still want to have that realistic and real conversation with them. I'm like, awesome. So I usually take them through a pre-qualification process. Beforehand, because also I don't want to work with everybody either, even though they might want to work with me, right? And you'll you'll all have seen that when you somebody comes to you and you go, "I really want to work with you." Um, So I use that process to weed those people out before even jumping on a call. So I'm like, "Awesome, great, you want to work with me? Where are you up to in your business now? How's that looking? What What are your goals? What's the next step for you in business? What does that look like?" And then they answer those questions. We get into a dialogue and I'm like, yeah, okay, you, you sound like you might be a good fit. Let's jump on a call or that's, this is the price if, if they ask the price. I'd I hate those sales tactics personally where people are like, I have to jump on a call with you and take you through the system before I give you a price. Like, if somebody asks me the price, then they can have the price and make the decision in the DM straight away because usually they'll come back and go, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Okay. I'm like, Okay, great. Even, okay. even
0: without knowing what your product or your process or program is, you'll throw out the price.
1: Yeah, because they have seen the product process and everything that I do through all of my organic posts.
0: Ah, okay. This is very, very different approach you're using. Yeah. It's working for you. Yeah. All right, Startup Nation, there you have it. She walked us through it. Tisha, thank you for sharing that. Like that was very tactical. You're very welcome. tactical, okay? Um, I kind of want to, uh, where can we go to, to look at, um, if you're willing, um, one of your responses or where... Do you have a short video perhaps where you can like record, I don't know, your screen and uh, actually show someone you posted this post, this content to your ideal client. They responded with this DM, you show it on the screen and then uh, here's how I responded to them. This was my DM back. And then they responded with this. I respond with this and it turned into $10,000.
1: I don't have a template that that, but I should do. I'm just saying
0: that's a short video right there to prove your whole system. No.
1: Yeah. But the only thing is I don't give anybody template posts.
0: Got it. Got it. So you say this was a unique, you know, conversation with this person. It's not the same for everybody, but this one resulted in 10 K. You could do it too. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can do that. Um, yeah. I, the reason I don't give template posts is because going back to, I want social media to be social and I don't want people to yeah. copy and paste posts and use the way that I speak to my clients because that's not the way that you need to speak to your ideal clients because they're different people, right?
0: Okay. Got it. Now, do you use a certain process uh, in posting your content where you do X amount of videos, uh, posts, you do X amount of written posts, uh, you do X amount of photo only posts like, do you have any process with that, uh, where it's all systematized or you just do whatever, uh, you're feeling in that moment to keep so, it social.
1: Yeah. So I have a system of about five different posts that I take people through, um, which I call the, the taste. And it's, uh, so a, a post that's teaching some people. So teaching people anything within your business, like, like this session here, teaching people on some, doing something. And I have an awareness post. This is usually around me elevating myself, the content that uh, you share, how good you are at doing what you do because we don't share enough about that often as entrepreneurs. Would how that awesome. be
0: like a testimonial from a client perhaps?
1: Yeah, testimonial, any speaking that you're doing, any okay. results that your clients have got, that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, then sales objections. So that's around anything that you have heard on sales calls. So usually money, time, those sorts of mm-hmm. objections that come up. You can create content to preempt those objections beforehand. So that's around like, this is how much money I've invested in my business. These are This is how much time I've saved. Those sorts of things. This is how my clients have done overcoming these objections. So sharing that sort of content overcomes those objections before you get on a sales call. So they're ready to buy straight away. Um, triggering content. This is the type of content that is like, you've seen those people that do this. Well, don't do it. <laughs> And you and you've seen um, this is wrong. Stop doing that and start doing this. And here's why. Um, so one of the one of the triggering contents that I share is like you don't need two to uh, profiles actually against Facebook terms and conditions. And people who have two Facebook profiles are like, oh, my God, I didn't know. I'm like, Yeah, you're going to get banned from Facebook. I'm like, ah. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> okay, come on. We'll I'll teach you how to do that and what to do next. So triggering content is designed to piss people off, really. those So that it's pushing people away that you don't want to work with and bringing people in that you do want to work with.
0: Now, just to clarify, triggering content is not political content that oh, triggers no. people, right? This is triggering them in your the type of business or product or service that you you are offering. Is that correct? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, and then the last one is entertainment content, and this is just you being you because people buy from people they know, love, and trust.
0: This so, is a picture of you and Rolo on the beach drinking wine together.
1: Yeah, exactly. Us on out on our walks, like doing what we do best, like just chilling on the sofa, having a glass of wine. You know those sorts of things.
0: You totally should get him like his own wine cup. Seriously, like with a little <laughs> holster holster around his collar. I'm just saying.
1: That would be cute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Startup Nation, I've gone over a little bit on this show because Disha was breaking down her best content for you. This is what people are paying her a lot of money to, to get access to. She just gave it to you you're welcome, right? Thank you, Disha. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was some powerful stuff. Like I, I'm looking forward to actually to jumping into my Facebook and cleaning up all this stuff. The biggest value I think was, uh, separating my personal contacts from my ideal clients and then speaking and communicating separate content just for them. Um, and really, and then snoozing some snoozy people. Mm-hmm. Okay. With snoozy content. So Deisha, we're speaking with Deisha. What up? Uh, you can find her at socialtreats.co.uk. Welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. What is your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur other than sipping wine with Rollo on the beach?
1: The freedom to sip wine with Rollo on the beach.
0: <laughs> All right. What's your least favorite thing?
1: Um. Oh, I don't think I have a least favorite. Come on um oh the whinges and the naysayers you always get negative nellies on content you're like oh go away do one
0: i've never heard the word whinges before (laughs) the whinges you done whinges you're such a whinges uh i believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life which is part of the human condition what are you currently struggling with right now either professionally or personally
1: Oh, I always struggle with imposter syndrome. I always think there's somebody better out there doing something that I should be doing. And I have, I call it doryitis, you know, from finding Nemo, like looking at the shiny objects. I'm like, no, keep focused. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah.
0: All right, Startup Nation, let go of your doryitis. <laughs> <laughs> Many of you can relate to that. Uh, Disha, what are you most afraid of? Spiders. Spiders. <laughs> Ar- phobia. What did you spend way too much time doing this past year?
1: um macrame have you heard of that it's like tying knots this is macrame here it's like tying knots and creating stuff i literally have just been trying to find hobbies to not stare at a computer and do work
0: um
1: (laughs) so i spent like 12 hours creating a headboard out of rope
0: okay (laughs) what's what secret fear do you have about people
1: oh um That they look better than me.
0: Got it. Okay. (laughs) What do you wish you had learned sooner in business?
1: Uh, To have confidence and just go for it and do it myself.
0: Amen, girl. What's a new habit you want to create?
1: Ooh, not checking my phone first thing in the morning.
0: Yes. What's a bad habit you want to break?
1: That. (laughs) I, I did put it in another room the other day to charge, and but I got out of bed and checked it straight away. So it's kind of, I didn't work.
0: Come on, girl. Pick three words to describe who you are now.
1: Oh, um, uh, looking forward to wine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business.
1: Oh, nervous. Uh, Unsure of myself, but passionate.
0: Mm, So good. And last question, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and Rolo as well. (laughs) Deep into his piercing brown eyes. If you could come back and speak to him and them and give only one piece of advice about everything, life, business, all of it, what would you say to them?
1: Get out your comfort zone quicker than you thought you needed to.
0: Mm. So good. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first $100,000 this year?
1: It is easier than you think it will be. You just have to have the confidence that it is inevitable.
0: Startup Nation, would you get confident others believe in you more than you do? Would you just listen to them, please? Seriously, seriously, people. All right, Adisha, what do you got for Startup Nation? Where can they find you? What do you have for them?
1: Yeah, come hang out at Social Treats. I also have a Facebook group called Get Visible uh, where you can come and hang out with me there. There's loads of content on there, loads of uh, challenges, masterclasses, all loads of free good stuff. On my website, we also have 11 steps to growing your own Facebook group. So if you want to create and start your own Facebook group, then go ahead and download there. There are 11 steps. Most of them are free. Some of them are low cost for you to start building up your own Facebook group and your own network.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right, Startup Nation. Go find her at socialtreats.co.uk. And Disha, what up? It was a pleasure to have you on your first 100k. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on a bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction, be done with the medications, be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we wanna work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't wanna talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything, and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.